Day 170, 183 days since uh, Joe said he'd never abandon Americans. Oh, now the U.N. Secretary General, Antonio uh, Guterres, is now writing in a report that they have received credible allegations that over 100 people who work for the former government, including security forces and helpful ind- individuals to allied international forces, have been murdered. I thought Joe had all the, he had all the leverage. Joe Biden actually finally mentioned for the first time an Amer- one, one American. He talked about the call for the release of one American, a U.S. Navy vet, Mark Freinex is his name, who was taken hostage, um, where he has all the leverage over the Taliban. So he told us in Afghanistan nearly two years ago. Well, what about all the other Americans you abandoned, military family members you abandoned, thousands of green card holders eligible to live here that you abandoned? What about he didn't even mention them? Never mind our Afghan allies, never mind the billions of equipment. But, of course, Joe Biden is a liberal Democrat, so he gets a pass, uh, as is always the case. A double standard, uh, unlike any other. These are sick times we're living in. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a a part of the uh, program. I don't know if you're paying attention to this freedom convoy going on in Canada. It's pretty fascinating. Um, And now there's talk of a freedom convoy starting in the U.S. Well, first there's talk of American truckers joining with their Canadian, their fellow Canadian truckers as part of this convoy. What's been amazing about this, obviously it's against the vaccine mandate. Um, And what's amazing is the people of Canada are standing with the truckers. I mean, everywhere they go, everywhere they show up, there's, you know, literally people lining the streets, sort of like a Trump rally. What did Trump have, 85,000 people in Texas this weekend? Unbelievable. And they're supporting the truckers. Now, here's the thing. Justin Trudeau, now, he, first I read the report, he went into hiding. We might have reported that Thursday or Friday last week, Linda. I don't remember. Um, now we find out he has COVID. Now, this is the point about following the science, only when it's convenient. Because if you got the vaccine that they said if you took that you'd never get COVID. But if you got the vaccine and you followed their protocol Uh, You still got COVID anyway. Delta was the first breakthrough variant. Now, if you get the vaccine and their booster that they keep trying to shove in your arm uh, one after another, after another, I guess the boosters in in perpetuity, uh, you did everything right as Whoopi Goldberg said, and she still got it. Um, And you wear the the mask and you still get it. And even natural immunity is not stopping it. Okay, so tell me. At what point here do you not focus on something other than the the vaccine that's not preventing people from getting it? And by the way, don't buy this nonsense that Omicron is not killing people because I know it's killing people. I know people dead from Omicron. Now we got the super Omicron version variant is coming. Are they going to tell us now in a month that, oh, we didn't see this coming? I'm giving them fair warning. It's coming. And it's spreading. Apparently, it's one and a half times faster or more contagious than the original Omicron variant. Anyway, but it's fascinating to watch all of all of this unfold. And let me backtrack here for a second. What is amazing to me, the people that have been mistreated the most, we used to consider the heroes of the pandemic. Remember in the middle of March of 2020 and April of 2020, May of 2020, I mean, it was an Adam Schiff show. Nobody knew anything. And everybody's, you know, scrambling. And we find out none of these governors had made any preparations for any type of pandemic style. They, they ignored their own 
health studies to, to have materials, uh, gowns and gloves and masks and ventilators available. New York State alone was supposed to ha- purchase 15,783 of them. They didn't purchase any. New York City alone was supposed to purchase, what, 10,000? They, they didn't purchase, but like a 200. You know, uh, that, and then Governor Cuomo's answer was, well, how do we make do with the, with the, you know, 500 we have? I'm like, okay, you can't split. What are we supposed to share a ventilator? Is that what was that the plan there? But they didn't want to spend the money. Anyway, so, but if you think, I used to say that everything would have been on a multiple that we can't even imagine in terms of if farmers didn't farm, they kept farming. If, if packers didn't pack the trucks and truckers didn't truck all the medical supplies, all the medicines, everything that we needed, all the food that we, we all needed to consume to continue to live life, then society would have broken down. And if you think the, what, well, going on 900,000 dead Americans here, uh, Joe's policies, he's run out of tests, he's run out of monoclonals, he's not... He's not warp. He doesn't warp speed anything. He hasn't learned a thing from the Trump administration. So my point is, is that they were the heroes of this pandemic. The other group are the people that worked in hospitals. Now, I don't know what, how you feel about it, but the thought if, if I had to do my radio show in the middle of a hospital in March or TV show, March, April, May, June of 2020 and walk into a covid Petri dish every day um, I don't think I would have liked it. I know Linda would have loved it, but I would not have liked it. And, but, well, it's true. You, you would have loved it. You know, you would have been able to prove your theory, which I'll never repeat on air. <clears throat> all right, then. Um, but anyway, and, but all those doctors, all those nurses, all those orderlies, all those janitors, all those people in the cafeteria at a hospital, they all went in and, and they worked in a COVID Petri dish. Most of them got COVID as a result. You know, in the end, I'm, I'm actually convinced probably everybody's going to get it, but who knows? And anyway, they were the heroes for a while. And then, for example, how did New York State pay back the nurses and medical professionals that came from other states because New York was in such dire straits, they needed everybody they could possibly get. So people, nurses, et cetera, hospital workers, they came from other states to help New York out, put their own life at risk. And Andrew Cuomo's thank you was a tax bill to pay for state taxes on the money you made while you were bailing New York out in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, now then, then we turn around and we say, oh, all of you people that were diving on COVID grenades every day, now we're going to demand a, a vaccine mandate, even if you had natural immunity. Even if your doctor doesn't recommend it, even if you have a rare medical condition, there's no exemptions. Maybe you have a religious reason exemption, no exemptions for anybody. This is how stupid and rigid and unscientific one size fits all medicine has been throughout this entire pandemic. It's why nobody trusts Fauci, Biden, Kamala Harris, Dr. Harris. Seriously, I'm going to listen to her. Dr. Walensky of the CDC. Um, Nobody, the NIH that, you know, funded gain of function research in a in the Wuhan uh, virology lab in China and used taxpayer dollars to do it and lied about it or the WHO that covered up for China. Forget it. Nobody trusts and nor should you trust any of these people. They got everything wrong. 
So the mandates, the truckers have just said, the hell with you. You know, when when we needed these truckers the most and farmers the most and packers the most and nurses and orderlies and doctors and 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 janitors and and people, the chefs that cooked in the cafeterias, et cetera, et cetera. They all showed up for work every day and they knew damn well they were putting their own personal safety at risk. And now we turn around and we mandate them and then we started to fire them. Now, some hospitals learn very quickly that not having all of those medical professionals working didn't work out very well. And they decided to rescind the mandates. Then, of course, the Supreme Court weighed in. Now, what's going to be interesting to watch is there are American uh, truckers that are now standing in solidarity with their fellow Canadian truckers, and they're on their way that, well, there's two things happening simultaneously. Some truckers are moving their, their rigs right up straight into Ottawa, right into Canada, for the purpose of standing in solidarity with their fellow truckers. Then there's talk of a convoy um, that truckers in the U.S. are getting ready to follow the lead of their Canadian counterparts and form a convoy that will travel from California to Washington, D.C. They're not going to be able to, but they can get very close to the White House. Maybe they can all line up in D.C. And you know what's been fascinating about Canada? Linda, you've seen this, um, and we're going to talk to one of the organizers later in the show, is that all the people in Canada, I mean, they're like rock stars driving past their house. They come out, they're getting huge crowds, people supporting them. Now, all those people supporting them, they kind of figured out if these truckers, if they don't get back on the road in two weeks, three weeks, however long these guys are willing to hold out and stay united, let's assume they hold out for a month. You think we got a supply chain crisis now? (laughs) Every store you go to, the shelves will be bare. We will be in trouble. That's how that's how critical they are to to the supply chain in this country and, and in Canada. And if American truckers do the same thing, God help us. You know, these these are people that are really underappreciated in terms of their impact for the economy. And I have friends in the trucking business and they tell me all the time, they say truckers, you know, it's it takes it takes a certain type of personality to be a trucker. You, you got to be willing to spend long hours on the road alone and focused and drive safely. And and most people that, that they love to be left alone. They want to be left the hell alone. They got to get drug tested. They got to go through a series of, you know, bureaucratic hoops just to take a single job and all this other stuff. But, you know, now they're going to they're saying the other thing. Truckers now are working for smaller companies or going independent because they don't want the mandate. They want no part of it. They've made their decision. I've told you a long time ago, this whole debate, vax, no vax, it's over. People have made up their minds. You're not going to convince anybody. Joe Biden certainly can't convince anybody. I noticed Nova Scotia outlawed support on the highway for the Freedom Convoy. Corporations that disobey the directive face fines of up to 100 grand, according to the Canadian province of Nova Scotia. In other words, if you go out and show support for the convoy, you know, you could be fined up to a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what, what, what is whatever happened to freedom? Now we've discussed this at length, Linda. How many times have I said I'm, I believe in science, vaccination, science? I believe in all of that. A lot. And, 
And how many times have I also reiterated, I believe in freedom. And freedom is paramount. And medical I believe, freedom specifically. And, and I believe in medical freedom specifically. Thank you. You're right. And that I be- also believe, and I guess I'm a rare bird these days, that believes in medical privacy. I believe in patient-doctor confidentiality. How about it's, you know, all these people, Hannity, you need to tell your audience. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell my audience. You know, well, what did you do? How about it's none of your damn business is my answer. I'm not telling, you know, I probably would have gladly told people, but you know what? Because they're demanding it. No, no, I'm not going to tell you. Because also, you know what? I don't know anybody in this audience's unique medical history condition. I'm not playing doctor. Unbelievable. But this is what this is going to be fascinating to be to watch. We're also going to get to the uh, Joe Rogan issue with Spotify in a minute. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, everybody in the left media say, oh, this is oh, thank God. Justice Breyer retired with Joe, Joe Biden can finally get a win. This isn't a win for Joe Biden. You know, he's going to replace one liberal with another liberal. That's basically it. That's not exactly a win. But if if that if you want to ignore the borders, you want to ignore Afghanistan, Russia on the Ukrainian border, ignore China and their territorial ambitions. You want to ignore Iran working hard to get their nuke and North Korea firing missiles. You want to ignore the high price of energy, a 40 year high of inflation, open borders, uh, getting rid of energy independence, begging Russia, begging OPEC to produce more. You, You go ahead. You call that a real win for Joe. Good luck with that. Uh, Listen, we don't vote every November only. You vote every month with the money you spend. Listen to me. So many of you have stayed locked into big name, big carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. You got to listen to me. You're going to get the exact same coverage from the exact same cell towers using the exact same 5G network. You'll have the same number of bars on your phone. You'll have the exact same phone and phone number. And... Guess what? The average family is saving close to $1,000 a year. Now, if if you want to counter inflation, there's one-fifth of it knocked out with one phone call. Right now, just take out your cell phone, join the stampede away from the big carriers for the exact same service, pound 250, say the keyword save now, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Do it now. Real money in your pocket for the exact same service, pound 250, keyword save now.